New Brunswick is called the have-not province. It's true. We don't have a lot. We've got fish, and we've got forests. The issue with logging is that we can now cut trees far faster than we can grow them. It doesn't take long for us to think about the responsibility that we have to the future and to even our present when we consider forestry. I, I know that's a sharp right turn from everything we've been doing so far in this service, but if you'll give me the next 10 minutes, we'll get somewhere quick. If I can preach as fast as y'all worship tonight. <laughs> Brother Calhoun, my tie, I'm sure it's not straight, and I don't look as good as we both did when we came in. But it doesn't take us long to figure out that with technology and with industry changing and the ability now, we can outpace our forests cutting them. We, uh, we, we, we can't just consider ourselves. We have to consider what we are growing for the future. As I get ready to turn the calendar page in October, I will turn 50 years old. 50 years old that I've lived on this earth. I'm far less concerned and involved with what I will become. But I'm very interested in the investment that we have and what will become in the future. The fabric of society is fraying. The spiritual landscape is changing. The moral impact has been tremendously pressurized and the church is caught in the middle of the conflict that's happening all around us i'm concerned about what happens in the future with the church we can't afford to go behind and while it's become common for our communities to see the doors of churches shut and the windows shuttered tonight as we entered this room i didn't feel discouragement or despair I felt a great hope rise within us. Revival is at work in this room. I don't know what the room is like that you're in right now. You may be with us online, but I just like to let you know that right now, the atmosphere and the environment that we are in in this room is pregnant with purpose. It's on fire with desire. Revival is breaking out around us. You can't contain what's on the inside of these students. You can't contain what's on the inside of this room. I, I'm telling you, Marysville can't hold it. Freddington can't hold it. Our province can't hold it. I'll just tell you right now, our world can't contain what God has in store. Greater things are coming. Yeah. Woo. Come on, we've listened to CBC long enough. We've looked at the headlines of the Telegraph Journal long enough. I want someone to know the future's bright. Revival's on the way. There's a stirring in the water. The miraculous is no longer a myth. The reality of revival is a door that's swinging wide open. There are world changers under the sound of my voice. There are history makers that are right here in the room right now. John the Baptist may have said it first, but John Lehman is going to say it tonight. He's going to baptize us with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Fire.
buyer is going to accompany what God is doing. And I don't know if you've ever seen a buyer fire burn, but it can't be contained. We go through tremendous work to contain fires. I remember one time I started a little fire to get rid of some of the debris from a construction project back of the church back here. It was about this time of year. I've got pictures to prove it. But before I could get a hold of what was happening, it surrounded the building. It was heading toward this side field. The birch trees were all being partially consumed. Any debris, leaves, anything that was stuck in between the church and the field was going up in a massive fireball. My wife had people from the community call her. They don't call me, they call her. You'll find this remarkable. I was surprised. Maybe you won't be. They said, Kathy, what is your husband doing now? What's your husband doing now? (laughs) Cleaning things up. I don't think I've ever been that panicked. I started carrying a bucket of water from the, I'm off my notes, uh, from, from the closet out to the fire. It was growing so fast, there was nothing. I, finally, somebody said, do you want a fire extinguisher? I said, yes. I just want someone to know that I feel a little bit, I feel a little bit of that moving in the room right now, that, that the fire that can't be contained or controlled, it's beginning to burn. It's beginning to leave the environment that we intended. It's beginning to move into our future. It's beginning to move into our provinces. It's beginning to move into our world. We're talking about an apostolic revival, fire, the Holy Ghost and fire. The Holy Ghost in fire. That Holy Ghost is burning deep. It can't be contained and it can't be controlled because God doesn't intend for this to diminish. Read your Bible. God doesn't intend for decrease. He's a God of growth. He's a God of multiplication. He's a God of more. He's a God of more than enough. He's a God that can't be contained. He's the God of overflowing. For out of your belly shall flow. Your belly can't contain it. Your body can't contain it. What you've got can't hold it in. It's just gonna, it's just gonna flow out. It's just gonna flow out. God's a God of growth. From the opening days of creation, he gave us the promise that decrease was not part of his divine plan. Genesis 1, you don't go very far. He said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. And from that moment on, God showed us all that we aren't just supposed to to divide and conquer. God just doesn't intend for us to become a a one and a one and addition. But God intends for something to come into our lives that brings growth to everybody around us. That we are to multiply who we are. That we are to reproduce after our kind. So God can grow us, grow the church, grow revival into what he intends for it to be. I'm talking about apostolic. Holy Ghost revival. I'm talking about a God, a multiplication that it may just start with one, but after a while, two are going to reach two, and then four are going to reach four, and eight's going to reach eight. He's that kind of God today. 
But God needs an environment for growth. God needs someone that says, I'm willing. God needs someone that says, here's my life. Jesus, I see the horizon. I see the picture that the world's painting. And if there was ever a time that light needed to shine into the midst of darkness, it's today. He needs that environment for growth. You may or may not have been there. It's a small hamlet about an hour to the northwest of us in Carlton County. It boasts itself to be, it boasts itself to be home to around 400 people. Tremendous pastor. Wonderful church there. People in the room from there. Juniper, New Brunswick. There. I was waiting for it. I was there during my time at NCC more than five years ago. <laughs> Tiny as it may be, this small spot has an impact that's felt far beyond its borders. It's in this often overlooked place that J.D. Irving Limited has had an active tree growing program since 1957. The Juniper Tree Nursery produces, listen now, approximately 25.5 million high quality seedlings and rooted cuttings every year for planting. 25.5 million. The greenhouse at the nursery was updated in 1984 and it now is one of the most modern and efficient tree nurseries in North America. Little old Juniper. But from that environment, from that, those greenhouses, from those fields have come more than 500, sorry, 500, yes, million seedlings grown. Someone say that, 500 million. That's half a billion. Half a billion seedlings have come out of that greenhouse. It's a community highlight and a bragging right, and it supplies trees that reforest our province. I, I watched as they interviewed two of the employees who represented a, a combine, combined hundred years of tree planting experience. And since that, I've pondered and I've prayed about what exactly to greet this graduating class with tonight. It's precarious times that we are living in. It's unprecedented activity in our environment. It seems like the storms of uncertainty no longer come with the anticipated prevailing winds. But without even knowing it, we feel and sense that wind that blows on us from the unexpected places. It was a few years ago at our family property. I was with a friend, Troy McAllister. This is going back about 15 years now, 20 years. We were talking about the trees on the property, and I said, you know, someday it'd be nice to, to mill up some of these trees. He said, oh, Jack, Jack, be careful. Because when you start cutting trees, they begin to experience wind patterns that they've never endured before. I'm green, I'm green around the gills when it comes to forestry. I'm not into botany. I'm not. Never worked in the woods. But his experience spoke to me that day. And I'm allowing it to lean into this conversation we're having tonight. There's no longer a normal pattern or expected wind coming. It's coming from the most unanticipated places. It's blowing with ferocity that we've never experienced before. And if there was ever a time when we need to be certain 
that we are rooted. It's in 2021. Rooted. Class, I don't know if you had an idea about what was going to happen in the horizon, the future of 20 or 21, but you picked a good name. You picked the right purpose. You had the right plan. You got the right intention. Yeah, and, and I would agree, uh, as Prince has already said. He said, I've watched from the back of the class as we have grown. I've watched as we've grown into ministry. As, and I've, I've observed that as being a, a part of the local community. I, we, we miss you guys when you leave. We miss you guys. We love it when you show up. All of a sudden, there's people on the sidewalks. I've got to wait in line for my coffee at Tim Hortons. It's wonderful. But we love it when you come. But we have watched as you have grown. And we love it. But while we've all been growing up, I hope that we've been growing down. I don't know if you noticed or not when you drove onto the property of CCC tonight. I, I'm certain that you've noticed it as you've traveled onto the NCC campus time after time after time. But our community is hedged with pine trees that have weathered some storms. Some locals just call this area the pines. It's those massive trees that even right now, if you glanced out the side window to this side or to this side, you can see some large pine trees that have weathered some tremendous storms, but they are still standing. They're still there in spite of hurricanes that have passed through, still standing. They're still there after the weight of snow have piled up on the branches, after, after ice has accumulated and weighed them down with intense pressure and weight. They, they've still stood the pressure and the time because I'll, I'll tell you what you already know. They've been rooted. Somewhere deep in the soil, they've gained sustenance and strength to sustain them for what was going to come their way. It may not look like it. Someone said, those branches that you have in the vases on the platform. I was a little offended. I said, those are trees. Those aren't branches. Trees. Those are trees. As a matter of fact, those are trees of the stock of the trees that you see right on the perimeter of our property. I took a drive up to, I took a drive up to Kent Greenhouse because the other greenhouses were closed and the only tree that I could find was $36, so I bought 13 of them. No, I didn't. I got back in my van and drove back over here. I told Eric, I said, the students are worth a lot, but here's what I know. <laughs> Those trees aren't even going to make it off the parking lot. I don't expect them to make their way all the way to the Philippines. I don't even expect them to make their way to Sussex.
but it will tell you that these are trees off of the stock of those trees. And we may not realize it right now, and we may not know it right now, but those trees one day were the size of these trees. Those trees one day started. They, they didn't have a jump start. There was no shortcut to 50 feet tall. There was no quick way to 100 feet tall. There, there was no way that they were getting there. They all had to start the same way. They started small. They started, started tiny, but, but over the course of time, something that as it grew up, drove down into the soil. It took advantage of the storm that came and said, go ahead, storm, come my way. I'll just make use of the rain that you send, and I'm going to invest it in my life. I'm going to invest it in the roots of my life, and before long, I'm going to allow it to grow me into something that I never planned on me, I never could see, but somewhere over the course of time, the storms that came their way into these trees' lives became those trees that you see that line the property of this perimeter. And here's what I know. I'm not saying that you're baby trees tonight, but here's what I am saying, that you've been rooted in the time that God has planted you, that God's intention, that God's purpose, that God has pregnated you with, with a plan of revival. And we are commissioning you tonight, student body of 2021. We're saying go into the world and have revival have revival it's awesome they're massive trees that impose on the skyline they shade the Nash Walk River they, they fill and block the gutters of houses with pine needles pastor can tell you that but they're incredible landmarks in our community because they started like this but took what was given to them and invested it in their lives. But the preacher said it so well tonight. Tomorrow we study, but not as students. We study because we want to enrich our lives. We study because God has called us and God said, study to show yourself approved, not unto man, not to be behind a pulpit, not so we could preach in, in conferences, but so that we could be study to show yourself approved where? Unto God. That's why we study to show ourselves approved. And as we grow in God, God will grow us. As we put roots down in the word, as we put roots down in prayer, God will grow something in our lives until we become what God is calling us to be. Come on, rooted. I'm so grateful that you've commissioned and committed your lives to God. I'm sorry, I'm hollering a lot. It's 840. Give me 10 more minutes. Maybe five. But here's what I know. You're leaving this room on purpose. You're leaving this room on fire. And you're leaving this room anointed. Isaiah 61 said, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. But God always comes with a purpose. We can sense God's Spirit upon us tonight. But there is a cause. What did he say? Because the Lord hath one anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. Two, he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. Three, to proclaim liberty, liberty to the captives. Four, the opening of the prison to them that are bound. Five, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. Six, to comfort all that mourn. Seven, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to, to give unto them beauty for ashes. Eight and nine, the oil of joy for mourning. Ten, the garment 
garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That's a tremendous job description. There's a tremendous responsibility that God has placed upon you, but he's anointed you to do it. And not only has God anointed you to do it, here's, he gives us the answer on how to do it in the same scripture. You see, we've got all that to do, but we will do all that if we will just be what God has called us to be. He said that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planning of the Lord, that he might be glorified. If we'll just be the tree that God has called us to be, if we'll just be the tree, if we'll just get rooted in love, if we'll just get grounded until God connects us to the purpose and the plan so deeply that it doesn't, who co- doesn't matter who comes our way with false doctrine, we just stand firm instead and say, I'm sorry, I've been grounded in this thing. I've been connected to something that I can't let go of. I've been invested in. I've grown through the storm, and you can't move me away from this milestone of purpose that God has in my life there's a tremendous job description but you don't have to do until you be God is allowing us to become the trees of righteousness the planting of the Lord I'll read it because it needs to be read we can come back to the music tonight blessed is the man the woman the student the graduate That walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners. Unction just moved in the room.
Come on, thank him. Come on, thank him. He's setting somebody apart tonight. He's setting someone up for his purpose, his plan. It's all right to stand for a moment. It's all right to rise up. Come on, that's a word from God. That's it, that's it, that's it. Just, just rest in the Holy Ghost for a moment. Would someone say amen? I receive your word tonight, God. I thank God for the moving of the gifts of the Spirit. We can't do this on our own. We need him. I'm certain that many of the students could say that they felt like they've missed out on so much over the past year. Third year, you've seen your first year without restrictions. Second year, you saw most of it. First year, you don't know anything else. Well, you do, I mean, but as far as... Again, it's always dangerous. Remember, I'm not a preacher. So I know that we've seen setbacks on weekend ministry and choir trips, and we got to go out some, but you look at the pictures of the previous years, and it's, I don't even know where they were, Quebec. Looked like someplace nicer than here. Some of what you signed up for has yet to be seen. Provinces you haven't had a chance to explore. Churches, congregation, pastors. Awesome men of God, women of God, people of God that you didn't get a chance to meet. But somewhere in the midst of what we may feel like we missed out on. I wonder if considering the season that we're in, God was busy growing something in us. see roots grow under the surface roots grow out of sight roots grow when things get dry and they're forced to go deeper because because the environment's hostile and situations get rough and and roots grow adaptively to provide nutrition and structural stability against gravity and winds and and maybe in the midst of this mess that we're in God says I need 
I need a group of people, not that can stand tall, but that grow deep. I need a class in 2021 that's rooted. It's rooted. I need a people that are willing to push down beneath the surface. I, I need students uh, that, that, that just know how to pray. Because what is happening in our world can't be met in the natural. It can only be met in the supernatural. We can't wage this war with what we know. It's gotta be, it's gotta be done in the Holy Ghost. We we need God more than we've ever needed him before. We need to be rooted. That's it, that's it. It's happening right now. It, it can take a moment and God can begin to push down. It's been a tremendous greenhouse, but God's saying they're ready. They're ready to go out into the world. Seven billion people, I chose them. I picked them because they were able. I picked them because they could. I, I picked them because they would. I, I picked them because I need a group that's rooted in truth and rooted in revival and rooted in power and authority. And I need someone that can go into a world that needs I need a group rooted. I wonder, is anybody in the room encouraged, excited, commissioned? to go my last point I'll turn it back to our president the one other thing that I learned from the little community huge greenhouse is that not only do they grow seeds but they grow trees from clippings I'm a product of people that are in this room. I could go through and name most of you and say, this is what you have invested in my life. Thank you, brother and sister Mills. Thank you, brother and sister Calhoun. Thank you, brother and sister McCarty. Thank you, brother and sister Thomas. Thompson. But resident in your spiritual DNA is the ability. They pick clippings because seeds, seeds have to start on their own and become. But clippings, they'll take clippings from trees that have already weathered the advancement of a spruce budworm. Or they've already defeated a fungus that destroyed many of the trees around them. So they'll take those trees and they'll take clippings and they'll plant those clippings in the soil. And, and then they become resident inside their dna is the ability to defeat the enemy resident inside their spiritual brand your spiritual branch is a power that has been released in your life because of the people that you've come in contact with you've got authority you get to rise on the shoulders of men that have gone before you. We get to grow because of men that have invested in us and grown us in and shown us. We get to go further, faster, not because we're smarter, but because God said, ah, I'm going to root them in something that already has weathered the storm. Brother Morehouse, I love you. I thank you for what you've already gone through. But we're standing on your shoulders. We're declaring war on the enemy because of what you fought with us. I'm 
not about us. It's just the anointing that God has placed on us. The Spirit of the Lord is upon you. You're anointed to preach. You're anointed. I won't go through the ten things. You can read them later. But it's all because you have the opportunity to become the planting of the Lord. But dear trees that are planted, ensure that you take time to push your roots deep into the soil. And then God will allow you to become everything that he has called you to be. I love you rooted. I honor you tonight. I love you class members, faculty. appreciate you so much. Anyone else determined to be rooted?